everybody, and welcome to Binging with Badness, the only podcast that's not hosting an intergalactic kegger. My name is Mitchell McIntyre. And I'm Vanessa Vogel. And hello, everybody. Uh, this is our first, uh, first in a new series. Mm-hmm. And since we did Fast and the Furious, yes, our view count has gone a little nutty. In a great way. In a great way. We went from 35 subscribers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to now we're cresting 500. Are we really? Uh, oh my God. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Like, just from the bottom of my heart, all of my friends, thank you. We are at 399. <sighs> um, episode final, uh, final Fantasy. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that's I, going I, the blooper reel, isn't I it? kept doing that so many times. <laughs> Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> that episode got 46,000 views. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Are you nuts? No. Don't, um, don't insult our friends. They're great friends. No, I, I, I don't friends. mean like, <laughs> just in general. Even uh, Hobbs and Shaw got 5,000 views, which is, I mean, it's just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you guys for sticking with us. If if you're new, welcome. welcome. If you're old, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, if you're somewhere in the middle, sup. <laughs> um, but we are no longer on the Fast and Furious road. Um, <laughs> road to glory there. Yeah, the, I guess. The, the, Fury, the Fury Road. <laughs> um, That's a whole different saga. Which is another one we should do. That's got four movies. How many mo- series just involve fast cars? Like, off the top of my head, like all of them, right? So quite a few. Like even this one has fast cars in it. It does. It has one fast car. Well, that's all you need. Uh, and it brought brought me back. <laughs> uh, if you didn't watch all the way to the end of the last episode, fuck's wrong with you? Kill you. Uh, Don't insult friend. <laughs> watch but no, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, watch it. Uh, or you know, after this one, of course. Mm. Um, but if you didn't watch uh, on the last one, we told you what our new series is going to be. This week, in the next couple of weeks, we are doing Men in Black. Yes. Uh, this movie, we're doing Men in Black 1 today, mm-hmm. was, if not my favorite movie as a kid, is is in the top five. I mean, it has some of my most favorite treasured memories as a child. Yeah. My dad used to love scaring old people in grocery stores using it. Oh, go, go ahead. Okay, so here's the thing. It came out when I was like, what, five, six, It would like have that. come out. It came out in 97, so you would, would have been six. Yeah. Okay, so as a six-year-old, you don't understand the difference between alien from space and alien from a different country. And my dad would frequently be all like, hey, look, I'm an alien. And he would make jokes about it all the time. Six-year-olds don't understand the difference. So uh, we were in a grocery store and we're waiting in line with our groceries. And two women in front of us, old ladies, were just like, oh, have you seen that new Men in Black? What if aliens were among us? And And I looked up, again, not understanding the terminology, was like, Dad, aren't you an alien? And Dad looked at me without missing a beat and went, shh. <laughs> and all the people in line left that line. And then we got straight to the front of the checkout. And my dad's just like, I thought I told you not to talk about that in public. And I was very confused yeah. as a child. But the uh, 
cashier locked eyes with my dad, and my dad was like, how's it going? And that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is how you clear a room of white people. Yes. Uh, that's such a cute story. Um, I was very confused, and as an adult, I laughed my ass off. Uh, this, yeah, this was, like, as a kid, I don't know why I gravitated to it so much. I guess I just like Will Smith. Um, or maybe I was just a, a prepubescent uh, Tommy Lee Jones fan. <laughs> but, like, this was my jam. We rented it so many. Remember renting movies? We had to go to Blockbuster yeah. to do that. Blockbuster was still ours was thing, right? Yeah, ours was Ion Video. And, uh, oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. I was just wondering, was this pre the, when, the Kingdom of Blockbuster, when everything was a Blockbuster? When it was just a bunch of rando v- rental stores? Yeah, I, I, I had a couple of, like, random rental stores that I went to. Okay. And then Blockbuster came in and took everything. Right. And then Netflix took that. Yeah, so I was wondering if this came out during that time where it was just a bunch of mom and pop shows. I think, yeah, this is 19, like I said, 1997, so I was seven years old. Uh-huh. Um. And yeah, this was, I don't know, because it's not particularly a kid's movie. Like, it, it's PG-13. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, there's nothing, like, bad for kids. But, like, I just, I really took to it. Um, so it's, it was exciting for me to go back and, and watch this movie again as an adult. Because <laughs> I haven't seen this in 20 years. Oh, God, is it? It must be. I haven't seen it since it came out. I would say for me it's probably been about 15 years. Yeah. Fun fact, when I left for America, mm-hmm. this was the last movie I watched on TV. Really? Yeah, it was the last little bit I saw. It was the very beginning. <laughs> uh, so that's... Uh, the, the, it, it's it's that connection I have mm-hmm. to like the better parts of my childhood was this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And boy... Was I worried it wasn't going to hold up? But it does! <laughs> Spoiler, it does! But it's it great. does. It really does. Let's uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of it all. Who are these people, QTP? All right, so Men in Black, also known as MIB, is a 1997 American science fiction action comedy film. Which yeah, is right. all very true. Directed by Barry Sonnenfeld and starring Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Uh, they are two agents of a secret organization called the Men in Black. And they supervise extraterrestrial life forms who live on Earth and hide their existence from normal humans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, released July 2nd, 1997, it grossed $589.3 million worldwide against a $90 million budget. So that's a lot, right? Back in 97, that's huge. Uh, it was the third highest grossing film of the year. Whew. Uh, this film spawned two sequels, mm-hmm. one spinoff. And an animated TV series. It did not. It did. Did you never watch the Men in Black TV series? No, I didn't know there was a TV series. (gasps) It was really good, I think. Well, that's going on the Patreon. Uh, Yeah, there was the Men in Black cartoon, Mm -hmm. which kind of, it took place. Did it star Will Smith? No, uh, but it it starred a vaguely Will Smith looking man (laughs) and a vaguely Tommy Lee Jones looking man. Was it their characters or was it just... It was their characters. It was J and K. Okay. Um, and it was like their their adventures. Obviously, J and K were still together. You guys know how this movie ends. Um, they were still together, and then like it was kind of concurrent with the. It's don't think about the timeline. It hurts. Um, but look, science magic will fix the timeline. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that was from 1997 to 2001. Mm-hmm. So it lasted a fair while. I think it was on Fox. I think it was Fox animated. Um, sure. But um, yeah, I will. I will look that up. Mm-hmm. And we will watch a couple episodes, and we'll talk about them on the Patreon. Okay. Um, so if you guys to the Patreon, guys. yeah, if you guys want to hear our thoughts on the Men in Black animated series, <laughs> we'll watch like, like the first four or five episodes, and then come to the town. And then we'll we'll tell you what it's like. You can we'll we'll, we'll post that <laughs> patreoncom slash square. Uh, you get bonus stuff, you get new stuff, you get fancy stuff. Link in the description. Link in description. So, um, we will do all four of these movies. And I, I'm, I'm a little worried because, I, as I said last week, mm-hmm. Men in Black, one of my favorite movies. Men in Black 2 was the first time I realized movies could be bad. <laughs> it was the first time I left a theater disappointed. It was because I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> like that time we left Genesis? Yeah. Uh, well, like, I wasn't super excited for Terminator Genesis. Because <laughs> I was just like, this can't be good. But it was the first time we left as a family and was like, that's, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> I like, And you know, I've seen bad movies since, but this was the first one that hit me. Just like, <laughs> oh, God, there goes my childhood. <laughs> um, I never even bothered to watch Men in Black 3. And I've heard International is a shit show. So well, we'll get there eventually. We will get there eventually. Agent K is played by Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, fun fact, it was almost played by Clint Eastwood. Oh, God, that'd be weird. When I tell you who almost played Jay, yeah. imagine him and Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. This movie would have sucked. Okay. Uh, Clint Eastwood's a great actor, but fuck. I mean, he's crazy now. He talks to chairs. Yeah. So Clint Eastwood turned the role down, and so did Tommy Lee Jones. What? But he stayed on because of Steven Spielberg. This movie is executive produced by Steven Spielberg. And his production company, company Amblin, is the guys who put it out. Okay. So Did Spielberg sp- wanted him to stay because he's like, no, you don't understand. It's good. <laughs> uh, according to Tommy Lee Jones, the first uh, draft of this script. Yeah. And I quote, stank. <laughs> and Steven Spielberg said, he promised him. It will improve. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Lee Jones had so much respect for Steven Spielberg, as you would, that he chose to stay on. So, if you don't know Tommy Lee Jones, uh, I'd be kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. Because he has been in The Fugitive, Batman Forever, mm. No Country for Old Men, mm. Space Cowboys, mm. Captain America, Small Soldiers, and of course, Volcano. He was in Captain America? He was his uh, drill sergeant. Oh, he was. He was, Yeah, well, he's still small. (laughs) That was him. Uh, Great actor, Tommy Lee Jones. But this is not known as a Tommy Lee Jones movie. It is known as a Will Smith movie. Because this was the genesis of the beginning (laughs) of the genesis... This moment, the genesis of McGillicuddy, of Will Smith. So Agent J is played by the Fresh Prince himself, Will Smith. Um, For people half our age, you got to give them the rundown on the importance of Will Smith. I absolutely will. But first, this role was actually turned down by Batman and Robin star Chris O'Donnell. He played Robin. 
Was that Nipple Batman? That was Nipple Batman, yeah. Oh. Uh, he played Robin in that movie, and he turned this down because he thought it was too much like Robin, and he didn't want to be typecasted. Kind of? It turns out he would be typecasted as a man without a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Chris O'Donnell, if you're listening, sorry. Big fan of... Yeah, big, big fan of actors. Uh, <laughs> and here's the big one. Mm-hmm. It was also turned down by Friends star... David Schwimmer. Which one is David Schwimmer? Ross. What? Yeah. So imagine Clint Eastwood and David Schwimmer. Oh, this is bad. I've never wanted to see a movie less. Oh my god, did Will Smith sell this movie? I, pretty much. Um, I thought it was because Aliens, and we love Aliens. Yeah. We Uh, have an entire franchise just called Aliens. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, this movie almost could have been an absolute train wreck. Because a lot of this... Like, this is lightning in a bottle. The the relationship between Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Their charisma. Like, they're, they're, they're so good together. Yeah, because Will Smith's got charisma for days. Yeah. Um, so that would have been a shit show. Anyway, Will Smith was uh, cast because Barry Sonnenfeld's wife really liked The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, it's a great show. Uh, which, if you guys haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah. Like, original flavor is great. <laughs> it would have just come to an end as this movie was coming out. Uh, Fresh Prince ended in 96. This came out in 97. Oh. So he, it would kind of link the two. Um, and this would be the beginning of Will smith mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, for those of you who are, who are too young, like, if you weren't born in the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, Will Smith was on a show called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. And it was not huge, but it was a fairly big show. Well, it was pretty big, like, as a society, just because it was the portrayal of a rich African-American yeah. family and their hijinks. Like, yeah, but here's, here's where it started, right? So you think of Will Smith right now as, I'll just read it off to you. Yeah. Five Golden Globes, two Academy Award nominees. Uh, he is the most bankable star worldwide. And in 2007, they called him the most powerful actor in Hollywood. As of 2014, 17 of the 21 films that he had a leading role in have accumulated more than $100 million each, with five of them over $500 million in global box office. As of 2016, his films have grossed $7.5 billion in the global box office. That's how you know Will Smith. But if you're a little bit older than I am, mm-hmm. you don't fit, like you never thought of Will Smith as an actor when he did uh, Fresh, Prince. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You thought him as the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Will Smith was a rapper. He was a musician. So if you were born in the eighties, he was a musician, yeah. right? And people don't realize how big for rap. Will Smith was. Was he? I don't know much about music, as previously seen in my very low scores on Song Quiz. Yeah. Uh. Um, so he and DJ Jazzy Jeff. J- Jazzy Jeff was jazz in uh, Fresh Prince. Oh. A ballet. Guy kept getting thrown out of the building? Yeah. That was DJ Jazzy Jeff. When in doubt, throw him out of the building? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so let's back up here. DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith. Yeah. Were, were a, a duo. They were a rap duo. And that's how they start. And that's how they started. So they were so big, the very first Grammy 
for best rap performance uh-huh. went to Will Smith. Oh. Uh, Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff for Parents Just Don't Understand. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, they did it again in 1991 for Summertime. Drinking out of my summertime, eh? So, <laughs> but then Will Smith hit some troubles because blah, 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 stuff happens. He owes $2.8 million in back taxes. Oh, Smith, no. Uh, so they took his shit. Um, did they really? They guaranteed his, his money, mm-hmm. his income, and they took his stuff. He was struggling financially. Was he really? Until 1990, when NBC came up to him and said, hey, we want to form a sitcom around you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be an actor? And he thought, no. <laughs> but also, <laughs> poor. Yeah. So let's... Do that. Bel Air was formed out of, like, desperation? Sort of. They were just like, hey, why don't we make make a show around that DJ, or uh, that Fresh Prince guy. <laughs> People like him. He's, he's fun. Uh, let's do that. And that's why he took it. And he, he created a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. And if you watch those early seasons of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. With original favorite Viv? With, with yeah, original favorite Viv. <laughs> He is very, he's green. Like, he's very, like, new. Mm-hmm. Um, as the show would get on, go on, he would become much more comfortable mm. and turn into a hell of an actor. To the Will Smith we know, which is, yeah. you know, um, kind of a kooky, fun guy. The rest, as they say, is history. He is known for, like you need, like you need me to tell you, but Will Smith is known for... The Bad Boys Trilogy, Independence mm. Day, Ali, The Pursuit of Happiness, mm. Hitch, Shark Tale, Hancock, Suicide Squad, All After Earth, Bright, Aladdin, and his biggest regret was turning down Keanu Reeves' role in The Matrix to star in Barry Sonnenfeld's Wild Wild West. I think it's so weird to think that he was almost Neo. Like I can't see anybody else but Keanu Reeves. Right? It's so strange to me. Like, trying to imagine him as Neo is so weird. It's just wrong, it isn't is. it? Because <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves. You needed Keanu Reeves. Like, yeah. Eh. I, I, don't, I don't think he fits, but... But it launched Keanu Reeves' career, and now we have Keanu Reeves and Will Smith, so we live in uh, a better timeline. What launched Keanu Reeves' career was Bill and Ted. Really? <laughs> I just I like Bill and you Ted. You could have told me if he was on Doctor Who and I would have bought it on its <laughs> sinker. Like uh but yeah. So that's that's kind of how Will Smith got his start is is as a rapper. And okay. then obviously like he went on to do Men in Black and Independence and these huge movies. Mm-hmm. Um Mary Jada Pickett Smith. If you are my age, if you're born in the 90s, mm-hmm. And you don't occasionally say the words, get jiggy with something. <laughs> you're a liar. And it's Will Smith's fault. <laughs> Kids who were born in the late 90s, early 2000s, look up a song called Getting Jiggy With It mm-hmm. by Will Smith. Yeah. Two things. One, yes, the 90s were really like that. <laughs> Two, it is now stuck in your head. Forever. Forever. It's in my head right now. Now that he's mentioned it. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na, getting jiggy with it. Na 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 na, na 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 na, getting jiggy with it. You're stuck. Welcome to hell. Welcome to the '90s. Everything was weird, and we had bad taste in clothing, 
and the music was okay. So <laughs> Men in Black itself is actually based on a comic book series. A lot of people don't realize this. Yeah, I just learned that like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, named the Men in Black. They are an international intelligence organization which oversees and investigates good and evil paranormal activity on Earth. Mm -hmm. So in the movies, they just deal with aliens. But in the comic books, they do demons, mutants, zombies, werewolves, vampires, and legendary creatures and other paranormal beings. Carry on, my wayward son. They are supernatural. Yeah. It's it's supernatural is the original Men in Black. Oh. Um, in order to keep the investigation secret, um, they wipe people's memories, which we'll see a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are also able, with any means necessary, to accomplish the mission, mm-hmm. up to and including death. Oh. Like, they will shoot to kill. Um, and I as mean. far as the world is concerned, they do not exist. Uh, they are much darker and more serious than the movies we're covering. These movies are comedies. That's true. Um, and the comic books are not so much. They're very, like, serious kind of stuff. So, wait. Is the movie the shitty rewrite of the classic novel? Or? I have to imagine, if you were a fan of Men in Black, the comic book, when this came out, uh-huh. you were probably pissed. Because it's the equivalent of watching Supernatural on TV and Carry On My Wayward Son and all that. Yeah. And then Men in Black? Like... Uh, yeah, it is surprising. It is I, kind of a 180, isn't it? Like, Yeah. Uh, so the director, Barry Sonnenfeld, has done such things as The Addams Family, yeah. The Addams Family Values, Get Shorty, The Men in Black Trilogy, mm-hmm. Wild Wild West, as we said, and the movie Nine Lives. What movie is Do that? Do you remember this movie? No, what is that? Nine Lives is a movie where fresh off of House of Cards... Uh-oh. Kevin Spacey oh, no. played a talking cat. What? Yeah, remember we all saw this movie and we were like, what the fuck? I do not recall this movie at all. Look it up. Uh, don't look it up because it's Kevin Spacey and fuck him. But, um... Yeah, yeah. isn't he a rapist or something? Like, he, yeah. Uh, pedophile, at the very least. Uh, so, garbage person. Garbage person. Garbage person. Kevin Spacey. Garbage person. But y'all know that. Um, this is also a, a, a phase in movies that we don't get anymore. Mm-hmm. Movies used to have songs. What do you mean? Like, when a movie would come out, especially if it starred a musician, yeah. that musician would give it a song. Oh. This one right. has the song Men in Black. Here comes the Men in Black. It plays during the credits, and it's, it's done by Will Smith, and it was actually his first solo song. It's pretty without good. Without DJ Jazzy Jeff. It's pretty good. But you never see this anymore. This used to happen all the time in the 90s and early 2000s. That's true. Every Now that I think about it, like there was always songs. Att- like Sometimes they still have songs attached, but it's not for artists that appear in the thing. Last, thing, last time I think it happened was Venom. And that was... Venom! Eminem phoning it in the hardest I've ever seen. And this is a man who wrote... wrote I guess that's why it's called Window Pane. One like, day we will do Venom. Oh, no. No, because we got to do all the Spider-Man movies. I guess Venom does count, doesn't it? It does. It is a Spider-Man. It is in the, the universe. One oh, day we'll gosh. do Venom. Uh, but that is not this day. Oh, my God. That is such a bad movie. It is. But, like, I miss that time. Like, this movie doesn't feel like it would come out nowadays. No. God, no. And I don't mean that as a, you could never make this movie today kind of thing. But it's just, it, it, it feels so of its time. 
Oh, yeah, this is a very 90s movie. Uh, yeah. It kind of feels like we went back and watched um, Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. Yeah, I had never seen it before, so we watched that and it was great. It is, and that, again, that is very much of its time. It just feels like... You can feel the 90s around the edges. Yeah, I know. We, just, we don't really make movies like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I'm sure we'll look back at these movies and be like, we can feel the thousands around the edges, I'm right? sure we can. Uh, but anyway, that's enough of the preamble. There's a lot of it because this is the first movie on the new series. We'll, we'll in, the, in the the next couple of them, we'll get into, uh, mm-hmm. get into things kind of quicker. Anywho, curtain up. We begin with a mosquito just getting fucking obliterated by a truck. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, fuck you, bugs. A truck filled with people. People who are Mexican immigrants trying to cross over to American, America. Or illegal aliens. Ha ha. Don't we have a term for this? Aren't they coyotes or something like that or something like that? The guy bringing them in is called a uh, coyote. Okay. So they get stopped by racist and INS agents. Yeah. Um, and they kind of clear them out. They get them all to line up. When some men show up. Some men... In black. Woo! This is K, played by Tommy Lee Jones, and D, played by... Uh, it's not going to matter in a little bit. Um, but <laughs> An D, old white man. Yeah, D is his partner. So, they tell them, like, we're part of INS Division 6. Go away. We got this from here. Mm-hmm. And these guys are just like, what the hell is Division 6? It doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, so, K goes up to all the people speaking Spanish and just trying to make sure that they're all feeling comfortable Mm -hmm. until like it's one guy who he speaks to and he just kind of like smiles and nods. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in Spanish, he's, he's telling his buddy, he goes, I think we got a winner. Like this guy doesn't understand a word I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, the rest of you go, go on, enjoy America. Uh, You'll be fine. INS agents, you can leave. We're going to go talk to this guy downstairs. Um, So he brings this guy down like an embankment. And he's like, do you even realize what you're doing here? I don't even think you know where Mexico is. You don't speak a word of Spanish, do you? And stabs him in the stomach. (laughs) Now, I've seen this movie before. But if you didn't, ah, what the fuck? He stabs him in the stomach and he kind of splits him open. And it's an alien wearing like a big coat (laughs) with a a head on a stick. Like... (laughs) It sounds bloodier than I'm making it. It's like a little prop head. Yeah, it's just like if you went to the store and you bought a head uh, that could talk and then he put it on a stick. Yeah, it's a little puppet. Yeah. Um, his name is Mikey and Mikey's trying to leave, but Mikey's not allowed to leave. Yeah, they got rules about where aliens can be. And he effectively went down to, like, Halloween Town, the yeah. shop, bought some props, and put a poncho on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you know how many international treaties you just violated? One. Try seven. And, of course, he's grunting at aliens. So, yeah. You know, we got a Chewbacca situation. So those dumbass INS agents show up. Uh, and, and Kay is just like, oh, boy. Uh, don't do anything stupid. And then they do something stupid. Yeah. Which causes Mikey to freak out and lunge at the INS agent. Mm-hmm. D, Agent D is closer to him, but he can't get his gun correct, and he's he's fumbling with, with his stuff to try to stop him. So Kay has to take out his gun and just blow Mikey to smithereens. Yeah, he just turns into goo. goo. You're going to see a lot of goo in this movie. We really liked goo in the 90s. Remember? Uh, Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Literally everything on Nickelodeon. Yep. So the INS agent is covered in just goo, 
uh, K gathers them all around and takes out this little sonic screwdriver looking thing. Mm. This is called the Neuralizer. You'll see it a lot. He points it at him. A white flash goes off. And then he gives them essentially a new memory. Wipes their memory clean and just says, oh, there was a gas main explosion. That's why you guys are all gross right now. Yeah. Leave forever. And Uh, they're like, okie dokie. And then like a cleaning crew comes in with fucking flamethrowers, torch in the place. Yeah. Uh, They have like a cleaning crew that comes in, gets rid of any goo and body parts and makes sure everybody's got a new memory. Mm -hmm. Wipes everything clean. So (sighs) D kind of sits down on a a log Mm -hmm. and K kind of goes up next to him and kind of like comforts him. Um, and, and, and D is sad mm-hmm. cause he's hit the point now. Age has, has kind of won where the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He can't do the job anymore to the way it needs to be done. And then he looks up at the stars and he starts talking about how he never takes the time to just look at them anymore. Uh, as, as he's doing this, K is taking out the neuralizer. And it's very much a, like a tell me about the rabbits kind of scene. And D says, you know what I'll miss most? I'll miss the chase. And K says, no, you won't. And he neuralizes him. Uh, Hope- cut to. Hopefully so- the man just went back to his family. Just- well, as we find out at the end of the movie. Yeah. They usually do. Yeah. Um, if he has one. I- yeah. I hope he does. So, cut to James Edwards, played by Will Smith, NYPD officer, chasing down a bad guy on foot. Mm-hmm. He gives me two of my favorite lines of all time, <laughs> which is as he's running, he goes, freeze! Freeze means stop! <laughs> and then he tackles him against the wall, he takes out his badge, and he goes, N-Y-P-D, means I will knock your punk ass down. <laughs> Loved those lines. So the bad guy has a bit of a freak out mm-hmm. and says he's coming, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes out this super sci-fi looking gun. James knocks it to the ground. And then he AJ styles his way up and out. Yeah, he just like parkours. Like he uh, front flips. It's insane. And I mean, well, the gun shatters into like a trillion pieces. Like yeah. it atomizes. It's weird. Uh, this guy was like parkour before. That was cool. And away he goes. Oh God, did this guy start parkour? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, he runs and then he like jumps up a building and starts crawling up the building like a gargoyle. Mm. Um, it's very weird. So And even Will Smith is like, the hell? Yeah. So James sees him go up the building uh, and takes the stairs, basically. Mm. He catches up to him at the top. And the bad guy's like, no, he's coming. He's coming and he's going to kill me because I failed. Mm. And James is like, what in the hell are you talking about? Mm. Then he blinks. And then he blinks sideways. <sighs> Um, to which freaks James out. I mean, the man's a lizard. Um, he goes to the edge of the building and he jumps off to his death. Mm -hmm. Uh, James tries to stop him, but it doesn't work. Cut to an old farmhouse with an abusive husband, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, and he's being an abusive asshole to his wife. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Uh, he says something like, oh, I just, I work hard all day and I expect to come in with a steak. The only thing that pulls its weight right now is my damn truck. Mm-hmm. And then his truck explodes. Because meteorite. Uh, something, something falls from the sky and blows up his truck. So uh, Edgar is his name. He goes out to find out what blew up his truck. And he checks it out. Something tells him to drop the gun. 
And he says, you can pry it from my cold, dead hands. So he gets eaten. Uh, actually, eaten is a, is a misnomer. Yeah. He gets drank. Yeah, okay, so they basically turned him into a suit. Yeah, so they suck out all of Vincent D'Onofrio's insides. Yeah. And then the alien puts on his skin mm-hmm. like a suit. Yeah, as like a cloaking issue, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but to quote the great and powerful Jillian from, uh, what was it, Total Love Says Crime that I watch, mm-hmm. TCO, uh, he died and I felt nothing. He died and I felt nothing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the alien, now played by Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, who we'll just call Edgar for the sake of simplicity. Mm-hmm. He kind of walks back into his house and his wife is like, what's happened to you? And he's like, give me sugar in water. Weirdo. And so he's like, okie dokie. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, he drinks a bunch of sugar and water. <laughs> and she goes, Edgar, your skin's hanging off your bones. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're right. And he grabs the back of his head and pulls it taut. <laughs> like his, his whole face. Mm. It's kind of a neat effect. Yeah, his old face is just, like, if you had grabbed a mask and then yanked it yeah, on the back it of it. Yeah, it stretches your... backwards. And he goes, there, is that better? <laughs> and his wife passes out because, ah! Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say the effects hold up. Yeah, you would think they would. Like, That's a lot of the CGI is, like, is kind of iffy. But it's pretty good. But it's pretty good, all things considered. Um, meanwhile, back with the NYPD... James is trying to explain what the hell he just went through to mm-hmm. his superiors who don't believe him. Uh, He's like, he blinked and then he blinked a different set of eyes. Yeah. Which, to be fair to him, it's weird. It is weird. Uh, so somebody comes up and is like, and how come nobody can corroborate your story? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, a lot of the other police officers are a little flabby in the middle. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't keep up with me. Mm-hmm. And the one guy goes, if you were half the man I am. And James goes, I am half the man you are. <laughs> That's a good fat joke. I like that. <laughs> um, so some lady comes in. Uh, her name is Laura. We'll meet her later. She is the forensic examiner. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. She's like, I believe you. Aliens are real, man. This, I think this has absolutely happened to you. I'm going to go, but look me up later. And she gets up and leaves. <laughs> and then you hear somebody in the next room. Go, excuse me, ma'am. Can you look at this? And a big white flash happens. <laughs> and Kay walks into the room. He's like, what's up? Ner- what's up, nerd? Unplugs all the security cameras yeah. in the room. And he basically said, those weren't eyelids. They were gills. He was trying to breathe. Uh, and Jay is like, okie dokie. Can I help you? <laughs> and Kay is like, actually, yeah. Uh, do you think you could you could pick that gun out of a lineup if you saw it again? And Jay is like, absolutely. You don't forget something like that. <laughs> uh, and Kay is like, all righty. Uh, let's go. You're going to come with me. And Jay is like, I can't. I got paperwork to do. And he goes, no, you don't. <laughs> and some guy walks in and is like, great paperwork, Jay. <laughs> Okie doke. Okay. So we go to this uh, pawn shop run by a guy named Jeeves, played by Tony Shalhoub, of all people. Hey, how is it going? Hi, buddy? Tony. Uh, what a weird, like, great to see you. But like. Yeah. So James has been to this place before. Uh, and he's like, hey, uh, let me go in. Let me talk to him. Let me uh, do do my thing. Because if you go in there, you're going to freak people out. And he's like, okie dokie. Uh, so he goes in, Tony Shalhoub. 
Uh, he's got a bunch of like old watches that he's pawning because he's a scumbag. Mm-hmm. It's a pawn shop. It's That's, New York. Yeah. Then Kay walks in, and Jeeves gets real antsy, <laughs> and his eyes start like looking in different directions. Yeah, it's really weird. So he says, Kay comes in and he says, "Show me the imports." Mm-hmm. To which he's just like, "Oh, I don't, I don't do that anymore." Mm-hmm. And Kay's like, "Why do you lie to me, Jeeves? I hate it when you lie to me." <laughs> and he goes, "Sorry, I don't, I don't know what to do." And so Kay pulls out a gun. <laughs> And points it directly at his head. And James is kind of playing good cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Don't, yeah, don't make him do it, man. He'll do it. I've seen it. He's crazy." Mm-hmm. He goes, I'll, "I'll give you, the, I'll give you the three, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna blow your head off." He's like, "Oh, he'll do it. He's crazy." Uh, K then gets to three, and then blows his head off. <laughs> and we're just like, "Whoa!" His head explodes. Green goo everywhere. And then obviously James takes out his gun and points it at K. And he goes, put the weapon down. And he goes, I warned him. Put the weapon down. You warned him. Don't make me kill you. And then Jeeves stands back up and his head regrows. You know how in, what's that show? Deadpool, where he has the tiny baby hand. Yeah. And it just grows over. That's, that's how it begins. It's like that, but a head. And also over the course of one minute. Yeah. So Jeeves is head regrows yeah it's very weird do you have any idea how much that stings <laughs> uh so jeeves hits a button and a whole wall opens up mm-hmm. and he's got so many damn alien guns so many what just kind of look in retrospect kind of like bottles attached to syringes but yeah, whatever they all look fancy yeah james picks out the correct one uh and according to k this gun is used for an assassination mm-hmm. um Weird, but okay. Yeah. So, uh, James walks out, and he kind of, like, takes a moment to collect himself, because he just saw some serious shit. hmm He takes a deep breath, uh, and Kay is like, you taking a moment to collect yourself? Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I just took a lot in just then. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, if it's any consolation, tomorrow, you won't remember any of it. And he neuralizes him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of, he comes to at a diner they're having dinner um the whole thing is basically james drank a little bit too much and he's just always oh, having a weird day he's just like who are you it's just like lay off the whiskey will you yeah it's tequila <laughs> um and what chinese restaurant serves tequila i don't know yeah but so he hands him a card this whole thing is the guise of like i'm giving you like a job opportunity mm-hmm. uh he hands jay a card and he leaves mm-hmm. So the next day, James goes to what looks like a big old warehouse with an elevator in it. And he is met with a terrifying sight. Rip Torn. Uh, <laughs> Rip Torn, who is either a very genial man or a talking warthog. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, I, just It's the way he sounds. And he's very, like, grunty. and He plays Zed. And uh, he turns around... And Zed is, like, proctoring an exam with a bunch of, like, army types. That's true. We have generals. We've got marines. We've got air force. We got... Special uh, ops. Special ops, yeah. And we got the NYPD. Mm. Uh, Everybody's super stuffy. Um, (laughs) Because military. Yeah. So, James actually goes, I'm I'm sorry, what are we doing here? (laughs) And the one guy stands up and he gives his uh, identification. And he's like, we're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir! And he sits down, and James, he starts laughing. And he goes, I'm sorry, I just, 
I just think it's funny that like he stands up and he's all like the best of the best of the best, sir. And he doesn't know why we're here either. It's <laughs> it's funny to me. Y'all ain't laughing though. <laughs> like to be fair to Will Smith, and I will just keep calling him that because it's Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, he's right. Yeah. So <laughs> this is like no wonder Will Smith is so like rich right now. Charisma for he's days. Charisma for days. Uh, like, you can say, like, if he's a talented actor, I think he is. Yeah, I think But I can so. see, like, you know, depending on what you thought, you have to admit, he's a watchable person. He is. Um, like, he's he's really good at this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so they have to take a written exam. They get a pencil. They get, like, mm-hmm. a scan. It's not even a Scantron book. It's, it's like an EQAO book. EQAO? Uh, that was the testing we did in Canada. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a test booklet, yeah. but it's a weirdly long textbook. Booklet? So, basically, know. it's a pain in the ass to take this test because they don't have a table. And um, their pencils are bullshit. Yeah, so they're, like, writing on their knees, writing on the chair. Their chairs are, like, egg-shaped. Yeah. They don't look comfy. Uh, but they look spacey. So, you know. So, James stands up. He sees a table, like a coffee table, in the middle of the place. <laughs> stands it up and drags it towards him in the loudest way possible. <laughs> it's completely silent for, like, 30 seconds. And then you just hear... Sits his back down, looks at the guy next to him, and goes, "You want, you want in on this, sir? <laughs> no, okay." Um, Meanwhile, the other two are behind the glass, watching them take this test. Like, what in the yeah. hell? K, yeah, K is watching, and Zed kind of looks at him like, "Are you crazy, sure?" <laughs> um, like he couldn't even open his test booklet. Like, yeah. So the next, um, then the next thing they jump to is a shooting range. Uh, the lights are flashing. There's darkness, there's cardboard cutouts popping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are aliens, some of them are like, be careful, pop, 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 bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a table full of guns. There, yeah, there's a table full of guns. Uh, after a while, the uh, the time stops, mm-hmm. and Zed comes out, and he goes, Mr. Edwards! <laughs> hits the button. James only hits one thing. He shoots once, hits his target, but it's a little girl carrying a book. <laughs> and so uh, Zed goes, uh, may I ask why you felt little Tiffany deserved to die? <laughs> James goes, well, she was the only one who actually seemed dangerous at the time, sir. How did you come to that conclusion? Well, first I was going to pop this guy hanging on the streetlight, and I realized, you know, he's just he's just working out. Everything's an alien. Yeah, like, it's... <laughs> like, what you're looking at is, like, a... Kind Clearly of, an alien. Like, like, no, I meant, like, ghetto kind of area. Yeah. And there's just alien cutouts everywhere. Because yeah. so I was going to hang this guy hanging from the streetlight, and I realized, you know, he's just working out. I mean, uh, how would I feel if somebody came and running into the gym, bust me in my ass while I'm on the treadmill? <laughs> and then I saw this snarling beast guy, and then I saw a tissue in his hand. And I'm realizing, you know, he, he's not snarling. He's sneezing. So, you know, there ain't a real threat there. Uh, then I saw Tiffany, and I'm thinking, you know, eight-year-old white girl in the middle of the ghetto, bunch of monsters at this time with a quantum physics book. She's about to start some shit, Zed. <laughs> she is way, those books are way too advanced for her. If you ask me, I'd say she's up to something. And to be honest, I'd appreciate if you eased up off my back about it. <laughs> or do I owe her an apology? <laughs> the running, the running <laughs> gag is that he's right. Yeah. Uh, because... In this job, the aliens never look like aliens. They're all costumed. So the idea, he shot little Tiffany. He was right. Little Tiffany was the only alien worth shooting. 
<laughs> I'd appreciate it if you eased up off my back about it. What I like is, like, immediately after you shot little Tiffany there, uh, the lights come on and be like, is there a problem, Mr. Edwards? You're like, yeah, I hesitated. Yeah, I hesitated. <laughs> uh, so Zed goes back to Kay, and he's like, I don't, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> and, and Kay says, look, he chased an alien on foot for, like, 25 blocks. You don't think that's incredible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, it's this on your head, be it, basically. Mm -hmm. So Zed comes in and he goes, congratulations, everybody. We just have one more test for you. An eye exam. (laughs) And so as James gets up to go to the eye exam, Kay kind of brings him back and just like, ah, you're not going that way. Mm He goes, why not? As we see in the room, everybody's getting neuralized. (laughs) So Kay hands James a a file. Mm -hmm. And he basically tells us what we're doing here. Uh, basically, the MIB exists as a safety refugee zone mm-hmm. for aliens. It is completely neutral. Uh, any alien can come here, seek refuge. They'll get them in a, you know, give them basically a a, a life. And we don't have extradition. Yeah, and we don't have extradition. And they get to go on and just kind of exist, but there are really heavy rules. Earth, it's Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the Great Galactic War, Earth is is neutral in Switzerland. So, James he he, he basically he offers James the job, mm-hmm. and he says like this is this is what the world is like. Do you want are are you red pill or blue pill on this one? <laughs> um, and he says you know James is a little confused and he he's not really sure whether to take this, mm-hmm. um, and because this is not what he knows. And so Kay, ha- this is my favorite speech, probably in the movie. And Kay says, 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. And 15 minutes ago, you knew that humans were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. Um, so James asks, what's the catch? And the catch is you become essentially persona non grata. Um, you will be completely erased from the world. You will never have existed. Um, so James asks if it's worth it. And Kay says it is. If you're tough enough. And he gives him till sunrise to think about it. Uh, oh, we should probably mention this is fairly uh, important near the end. Uh, he handed him a file before giving him the speech that was just like, look, here's some aliens. Here, it was just a bunch of men in black. And then an unfortunate postal worker also saw it. And he gave him, he's like, oh, you gave him flowers. Yeah, so Kay has been here since the beginning. And since, like, the, the very start of it, mm-hmm. um, there is the World's Fair in, in Flushing Meadows in New York. <laughs> where they have these big UFO-looking things. Those are not fake in this universe. <laughs> they are real UFOs, and we're just hiding them. I mean, why else would we have it in Queens? Yeah, so <laughs> Kay basically stumbled on the first encounter between man and alien. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, you want to work for us? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, the, there was the picture of the kind of the first introduction of, of, of the men in black. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so here we go. Uh, James takes the, takes the day uh, and he shows back up at, at the place and he joins in. Giving me one of my second favorite lines in this whole thing. <laughs> so James comes in and he goes, all right, I'm in. 
Because there's some next level shit going on, and I'm not okay with that. But before y'all go beaming me up, there's one thing you gotta remember, okay? You chose me, so you recognize the skills. So I don't want you to call me sport or kid or anything like that. You got me? Mm-hmm. And Kay says, okay, Slick, but let me tell you something about your skills. As of right now, they mean precisely dick. <laughs> and the doors open, and you just see, like, Alien Wonderland. Uh, Men in Black headquarters is essentially... I forgot it was an airport. Yeah, it's essentially an airport. It's customs. Yeah, like, they are checking people's passports. They're checking if they have any fruit or, uh, like, any... They bring anything off-planet with them. Yeah. Or what you take an off-planet, all sorts of... I forgot that HQ is functionally a border patrol. Basically. Um, so, we kind of let James look over what everything is. Mm-hmm. We see a bunch of, like, fancy technology that, like, our current technology was based on. Mm-hmm. Um, so this space-age technology we use and we dole out in mm-hmm. in, in, in pieces. And he um, pulls up a tiny little disc and be like, this is gonna replace the CD. And he... It almost did, too, because yeah. I think that was, like, a little UMD. Was it? I think that's what the, the implication was. Uh... Um, and then they get him ready. Uh, Zed kind of goes up next to him and he goes, it's time to put it on. And he goes, put what on? The last suit you'll ever wear. Uh, so we get this whole run through of getting ready, erasing his identity, destroying his birth certificate, burning off his fingerprints on this like fancy ball thing. Yeah. Um, all while Zed, uh, kind of gives us a description. Zed says, you'll dress only in attire specially sanctioned by MIB special services. You'll conform to the identity we give you. You will eat where we tell you. Live where we tell you. And from now on, you'll have no identifying marks of any kind. You'll not stand out in any way. Your entire image is crafted to leave no lasting memory with anyone you encounter. You're a rumor, recognized only as deja vu and dismissed just as quickly. You don't exist. You were never even born. Anonymity is your name. Silence your native tongue. You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We are them. We are they. We are the men in black. How did you guys fuck this series up? (laughs) The more I watched this movie, the angrier I became that the movies following it suck. (laughs) This is a perfect film for a franchise. It is, and they kind of did franchise it a little bit. Um, But... Uh, well, I would say it's because they didn't involve Will Smith, but they did. Uh, I don't know. How, like, I, how did you fuck this up? We'll find out oh, in the subsequent God. sequels. It's probably not great. Yeah, I'm, mm. but yeah, so that is how the Men in Black exist. And then we get that awesome sound bite as Jay puts on his sunglasses for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know what the difference between you and me is? I make this look good. He's right. So, our first mission is catching what's called a skimmer. Mm-hmm. A skimmer is an alien who is confined to a certain space who has left that space. Mm-hmm. So, this guy is confined to Manhattan, and he is now in New York proper. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah, he crossed the bridge. Can't do that. Yeah. So, as K and the newly monosyllabic J mm-hmm. uh, take off in their beat-up Oldsmobile, <laughs> K points out a red button on the shifter of the car. He says to never, ever touch the red button. Thank you, Chekhov. <laughs> Don't touch the NOS button. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, two funny looking guys, one really tall and one really short, 
are having lunch. They are aliens. Shock surprise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they're kind of talking. There's a cat with them. He uh, stays in his little medical looking bag. Yeah. So they're talking and they're they're called Ar- Archilians. Is that? Did they say that? Did yes. I miss that? The Archilian okay. Empire. Sure. Uh, they're Archilians and the short one is like a prince. He's royalty. Yeah, that's true. And they're talking to like, hey, those bugs, the bug is here on the planet. We should go. And he's coming for our ass. And the, the one guy is like, well, what are the odds he's going to find us here? Like, New York is huge. So Edgar shows up. <laughs> uh, and he is looking for the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what that is yet. When they refuse to give it to him, Edgar uh, kills them both with, like, a little pointed stinger tail. Yeah, he straight up just, like, puts a stinger through their yeah, throats. Yeah, pops them both in the neck, makes a huge, like, uh, deal about it, <laughs> throws some, some shit away, and then, like, kills another guy, and then, like, away he goes. Like, jumps through a window. Uh, it's a whole thing. Also, he walks really strange, because it occurred to me, he doesn't know how to walk like a human. Yeah, I was gonna say, he doesn't know how to walk like a biped. Yeah. Um... Back with J and K, they catch up with the guy who is uh, skimming. And apparently his wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get help. Mm-hmm. So while K talks to the alien, J helps his wife deliver the baby. <laughs> um, and Will Smith's reactions to what's going on here mm-hmm. are beautiful. <laughs> he's just got that, uh, K, uh, damn, man. <laughs> and he's uh, just like, it's okay, you just have to catch it. He goes, I, catch it? I've never, I've never done this before. It's okay. You just got to catch it. Catch it? <laughs> so, <laughs> as Kay is basically talking to Reggie. Reggie's the name of the alien. Mm-hmm. He's like, why are you leaving? What's going on? Uh, he's getting information. Mm-hmm. While a giant, like... Tentacle. Tentacle wraps around Jay <laughs> and just beats the shit out like, of him. Like, it's throwing him on top of the car. <laughs> it's throwing him on the cement. And you just hear Will Smith going, Kay! You're doing no, great, Slick. You're doing great. You're doing great. Boosh, like boosh, he's boosh, no, Like, no selling it. Well, he's just screaming for his life. <laughs> so eventually, the baby is born. It kinda, it, he catches it. He catches it, and it's all slimy and gross, and it's... Uh, it it kind of looks like one of those fish people from Lovecraft. Yeah. But with tentacles instead of gills. It's actually kind of cute. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it's oh, honestly almost cute. Until it vomits on Jay's face. <laughs> uh, to which Kay says, congratulations, Reg. It's a squid. <laughs> uh, apparently, something here scared Reggie so bad that he was willing to leave New York illegally. Even though he knows he would rather take the, the, the legal fine. Whatever uh, it is. Something about he risk a warp jump with a newborn. Yeah. Um, so apparently that's really risky, but something bad is coming and we got to figure out what it is. Um, so they go to something called the hot sheets. The hot sheets is the national Enquirer, <laughs> and all its constituent, uh, parts. Yeah. I guess? They're, they're tabloids. Uh, according to Kay, the tabloids are the only thing that get them right because they're so outlandish and ridiculous. Nobody believes them. Yeah. But the problem is they're true. And of course nobody believes them. Uh, Who would? Yeah. So on the thing they see is Edgar's wife. <laughs> um, so they find Edgar's wife in this alien encounter that she had. Uh, she explains how everything went down and how nobody believes her. Uh, <laughs> and so they get all the information about what crashed and, 
and the Edgar suit and all that jazz. How he asked for sugar water. Uh, and then Kay takes out the, the neuralizer and flashes her. And I, I'm going to rephrase that. Kay takes out the neuralizer and neuralizes her. <laughs> and he gives her a new memory of, look, what you saw was just like some gas yeah. and a meteorite and whatever. And, and Jay is like, well, what, is that all you're going to give her? <laughs> like, as a matter of fact, you know, here's what you're going to do, okay? You're going to go... Uh, I was going to say, Edgar was cheating on you. You're going to go live with your mom for a little bit. Matter of fact, you kicked him out. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to the Bloomingdale's. You're going to get some fancy dresses. You're going to get all made up. And you're going to go out on town. And also you're going to get a decorator in here because... Damn. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So... Jay, and I think I laughed at that for a solid decade. I was going to say, that was one of my favorite lines as a kid. Get get an interior decorator in here because, damn. <laughs> so, Kay checks the dirt where the crash happened, and it turns green, and green is bad. I uh, guess that green means bug. Green means bug. Um, so... Jay asks, like, hey, when am I going to get my own little flashy thingy? And Kay says, when you grow up. And he goes, okay. And he, like, scratches his eye with his middle finger. <laughs> uh, and he goes, okay, do you know what kind of alien leaves a green uh, plasma trail? And he goes, oh, damn, that was on Final Jeopardy last night. Uh, <laughs> what basically, was it? What was it? <laughs> yeah, basically, it's a bug. It is a space bug. Um, they don't get into fancy details. But the idea is, like a bug in anything... It's going to repopulate and destroy everything. It's going to create an infestation and it's all going to suck. Yeah. They basically, they swarm a planet, they take over, and it all goes to hell. So if we don't get this thing off of the planet, we're doomed. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the morgue, <laughs> um, those two guys, what got killed earlier with the cat, mm-hmm. uh, they're getting uh, an autopsy done by Laura, the uh, lady from earlier, who got <laughs> neuralized. Not the last time she'll be neuralized. <laughs> um, she starts doing her autopsy. Little cat's chilling. I guess she just owns a cat now. Yeah, the cat refused to leave uh, its owner's body. Yeah. Which is actually kind of sweet for a cat. Yeah, exactly. So I just, what? I just own a cat now? Yeah. Um, she does an autopsy and she's like, oh boy, that ain't normal. <laughs> so in come the men in black. Uh, J and K show up and they're like, hey. Any weird shit going on in here? <laughs> and she's like, why, yes. Hi, we're from uh, the Chiefs of Medicine. Yeah. And what's up? There's like a running joke where uh, as they walk into a room, Kay will just be like, hello, my name is Dr. Phil, uh, Philbert Seymour. This is my uh, this is my partner, Mr. White. <laughs> this is my partner, Mr. Black. <laughs> and Jay always gives him a look like, the fuck? <laughs> um... So they pretend to be um, mm-hmm. doctors. Of uh, God's medicine. Yeah. And Jay <laughs> is a really bad liar, so he doesn't quite get it. Um, so they have this, like, Jay, or Kay checks out one of the bodies. Yeah. And Jay goes with the examiner to check out the other body. Yeah. And they have this weird, like, flirty thing over dead guys. Yeah. She kind of remembers him. She doesn't know why she remembers She him. remembers him as deja vu. Yeah. Um, so she's like, sorry, I just had this weird deja vu. I feel like I know you from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, weird, me too. Um, 
So he's like, yeah. So like, if you reach in, you can see it like the lungs, heart, kidney, liver. And he's like, yeah, they're all good. She's like, they're all gone. There's nothing in there. And he goes, oh, I too noticed that. <laughs> I just noticed they're. I noticed that it was gone in the particles of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, uh, like that's that's strange. If if I can be honest with you. I don't even think this is a real person. I think it's like a transport for something weird. And Jay is like, ha ha, you're nuts. <laughs> and they find on his ear what looks like a little staple. Yeah. Um, so they go kind of touch that. And his face opens the fuck up. Uh... And inside of it is a little Dalek. <laughs> a little alien. Yeah, like... You know, a pocket-sized alien sitting in a little chair. Yeah. Surrounded by tech. Yeah, the reason why he doesn't have organs because it's a... Because it's an android. Yeah. Um, and the little... Uh, this is what an Archelian looks like. And it looks like an, uh, every alien you've ever seen. Yeah, except tiny. Anyway, the poor guy is dying. Um, but he's still almost alive. Um, and his last words are, To prevent war, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. And he stumbles trying to figure out the word for belt. Yeah. That becomes important. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Actually, you're right. <laughs> yeah. He can't quite figure out the word, so they kind of help him belt. <laughs> and he's like, close enough. <laughs> um, and he, he dies. And the <laughs> whole, like, it's actually kind of sad. Yeah. You can see the android <laughs> shut down when he dies. Yeah. Um, and he, he dies. And so Jay runs out and he goes, oh, doctor, doctor, whatever, come here. <laughs> And he goes, doctor, whatever. You guys aren't really doctors, are you? And JK is like, would you? Like, it's not the hardest name to figure out. Anyway, and he neuralizes Laura. And he's like, whoa, okay. So um, he said this, this, and this. To prevent war, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. What do you think that means? He goes, I have no idea. Orion's belt is three stars in the solar system. There's no way a galaxy can fit on there. That's not how that works. And then, like, Laura pops up and he goes... Hey, uh, I don't know who you guys are, but if you want to stay here, I'm going to need to see some ID. And Kay goes, of course. Yeah, my mistake. Just look over here and normalizes <laughs> her again. And she's like, how many times you get a flashy thingy hurt? That's going to cause like brain damage or something. Because <laughs> has, has that ever like caused brain cancer? He goes, not, not as far as I know. Because what do you mean not as far as you know? Kay, have you ever flashy thinged me? <laughs> no. Kay, have you ever flashy thinged me? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the cleanup crew comes yeah the cleanup crew comes fixes everything gets her a new memory uh, make it a happy one yeah <laughs> Jay, Jay is upset because he, he only ever does like standard memories <laughs> and so Kay is like alright we got two uh, who need to be cleaned up and somebody who needs a new memory and Jay stares at him and he goes make it a happy memory <laughs> uh, oh I, I know, like, we, we put a lot of the comedy on Will Smith because he's a comedian and, mm -hmm. like, he's good at this. Tommy Lee Jones is so great <laughs> at straight face, like, deadpan comedy. This is true. He is. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, the man, oh, God, he's so good. I'm sorry you were in Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, at HQ, Q is looking up somebody on the big registry. Mm -hmm. And we think, oh, he's looking up some, like, alien or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but as we zoom in, we just see it's, it's, it's a woman. She's it's, gardening? It's an older woman. And she's just, she's just gardening. Mm -hmm. And Kay kind of looks wistfully at her until Jay kind of, like, interrupts him. 
Uh, mm-hmm. To which he's like, who, who was that? Mm-hmm. He's like, nothing, don't worry about it. I was like, okay. The weird angry guy lore is coming through. <laughs> um, and he puts it together that the flowers that he gave the alien weren't for the alien. They were for her. They were for her. So we find this out at the end of the movie. <laughs> That's Kay's wife, who, as far as they know, they never met because he doesn't, he's never existed. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, it's a wistful kind of sad part about this, this job is that they don't exist. Kind of sucks. And Kay didn't so much choose it as he was conscripted. Because he was in the wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah, but he also chose it in, in a kind of way. So yeah. he, he's sad basically that he lost out on what he lost out on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get it. Yeah. So they they check out the galaxy map, and they said, Orion's belt is only three stars. Mm-hmm. It's these three right here. You cannot fit a galaxy on three stars. That's not what galaxy means. <laughs> so Orion's belt doesn't make any sense. Maybe they're just throwing stuff at us. Meanwhile, they find out on the map, 12 different aliens are leaving illegally. Mm-hmm. They're getting the fuck out of Manhattan for some reason. Yeah, like... Aliens are fleeing Manhattan. Earth, basically. So Kay says it's a lot like rats leaving the ship before it sinks. Mm -hmm. Something's going on. They know it and we don't. We got to figure out what. They check space. (laughs) And an Archelian battlecruiser is just floating in in our orbit. Yeah, it looks like we're about to experience an episode of Doctor Who up there. Yeah, and so it sends a message that we can't decode. Like, we we will, but it'll take a bit. Mm -hmm. They're angry and they want us for some reason. Oh, boy. Uh, Eventually, we kind of figure out they're looking for the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And they're blaming specifically MIB. Oh, no. That sucks. (laughs) We don't know where a galaxy is. Why would a galaxy be on Earth? How? What's Orion's belt? Mm-hmm. I got fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, a buzzard starts to ring. <laughs> like, a fire alarm goes. And they're like, there's a bad guy over at a jewelry shop. Go get him. And he's like, okay. Uh, and he goes, Kay, get the kid a weapon. So it's all right. We're going to get decked out. We're going to get some action scenes in here. So Kay takes out a... Giant, isn't that three-barreled thing? Yeah. At the end? Um, a Series 4 de-atomizer, which is essentially an assault rifle for space. <laughs> and he gives Jay a noisy cricket, <laughs> which looks like a water gun's bitch. <laughs> yeah, it looks like something you'd hide in your shoe. Yeah. Um, so it's like super small. You can fit your finger in it, and that's about it. Um, so Edgar goes into this jewelry store and just starts looking for stuff. Um... The jewelry store was owned by the old man with the cat. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's 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 looking for the galaxy. But the guy who works is like, I don't know what you're talking about. We, we got jewelry. Like, what do you want us to do? High-end jewelry? No. Uh, uh, there are pictures of the cat on the wall. This yeah. guy was really into the cat. Yeah. So crush, break, crush, break. And he's like, fine, I'm going to leave. In comes the MIB. And they're like, fuck, that's the guy. That's the guy in the Edgar suit. That's Edgar. <laughs> Let's go get him. And Jay is immediately like, I'm on it. And Kay is like, this is not going to end well. Nope. Um, so Jay stands up on a car and fires his noisy cricket. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about the noisy cricket. It's noisy. <laughs> and it's real powerful. I think it's essentially like a sonic weapon. It looks like it just shoots a ring of sound 
that catches things on fire in some sort of cone. Because he shoots it through the glass and everything in the glass case, fire. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and it pushes him backwards. The force is so powerful. It knocks him backwards into somebody else's car. Um, so he keeps he keeps running, firing at him. He can't quite get there. And keeps falling backwards. It's kind of funny. Um, and, and Edgar basically gets away. <laughs> Kay shows up and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, there's a bad guy. I'm chasing the bad guy. We can't afford to stand back here. And he goes, idiot. The only reason these people are okay with how close to death they come at any given moment is because they do not know about it if you keep running around firing our space age fucking weaponry <laughs> they're gonna lose their minds anyway zappy zappy <laughs> there's always a battle cruiser or a vicious disease yeah or something trying to wipe us out but yeah because jay is like there's a battle cruiser above us right now we have to stop this now in case like this happens every week son <laughs> like <laughs> you gotta get over that <laughs> The only reason they're so calm with how close they are to death at any given day is because they don't know about it. Meanwhile, this is, there hasn't been a giant time skip. This is like his second day at work. Yeah, this is literally, they actually talk about it. <laughs> how about a second day at work? Eh? <laughs> um, so Edgar starts looking for dead guys. And he's like, where do you keep your bodies? And he's like, I don't have any bodies. <laughs> Where do you keep your dead? He's just shaking down a random bodega owner. Yeah. Like, and he's like, I don't know, the morgue? Good. And then he like takes something. And this guy has the nerve to say, those are three for a dollar. He wants payment after being sh- What is with New York? Vincent D'Onofrio, who, who plays Edgar, looks different in every single movie I've ever seen him in. Is he... What is he? What is he? He is Wilson Fisk in Daredevil. I was about to say he he's the dude with the baldness. Yeah, right. and, and he's also um, he was Sergeant Pyle in um, Full a, Metal Jacket. Was he? He was in a Law and Order for a while, wasn't he? I believe he was in a Law and Order for quite a while. Yeah. Was it SVU? I don't know. Um, but yeah, every time I see him in a new movie, television show, whatever, he looks and acts completely. Dude's a chameleon. I know. I was about to say. Oh my god. If you. If you showed me this movie and then, like, Full Metal Jacket back-to-back mm-hmm. and told me, that's the same guy. Bullshit. Look, I didn't even realize it was him until right now. So, uh, dude. What? So, Kay says they need somebody with experience in this kind of a thing. Um, so, they find this, like, really gaunt-looking guy from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> it's astounding. That is... His butler, yes. That yeah, is he's straight, the butler. That's the, straight yeah. up the butler from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, and and Jay got, got a little pug yeah. with a little I Love New York sweater on it. Little pug, cute little pug. And Jay looks at the gaunt guy. He's like, that's not even a good disguise. What? <laughs> I mean, anybody could pick. That's an alien. <laughs> and then the dog starts talking. <laughs> and he just picks up the dog. <laughs> like... As far as any random New Yorker sees, there is just a man assaulting just a, a pug. Costing a dog. Costing a dog, wearing a small I Love New York sweater. He's like, it's okay, they're, they're working on a ventriloquism act. <laughs> like, while well, he's shaking him down for information, like, Jay's just, like, making excuses to every person walking by. Um, so, the pug, this is Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, a the prince was holding on to the galaxy Mm -hmm. the galaxy can essentially be used as a uh a power source a a reusable energy source Mm -hmm. 
and it's like if we use if the bugs get their hands on this galaxy they'll use it to power up all manner of weapons and they'll wipe out the achilleans <laughs> like they, they can't get a hold of this um and he and they're just like okay so where's the galaxy and frank is like oh it's here on earth shut the fuck up dog <laughs> a galaxy can't be on earth it's too big it's like it's millions of stars it can't be on earth they said, that's the problem with you humans. You always think size matters. <laughs> uh, Bitch, we are aliens. I am dressed as a pug. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it, it would be small, like the size of a marble. Uh, and so as, as they look, they're like, okay, well, if it's here on Earth, then he doesn't know where it is. But where the hell would you find a galaxy if it's the size of a marble? Jay then f- finds a look at a cat. Yeah, because the pug walks away. As pugs do. Yep. And he barks at a cat. Because yeah. he's a pug. Because he's a pug. Uh, Frank is getting the fuck off his planet. Because uh, death. Mm. Um, but he's leaving his weird Rocky Horror picture show friend behind. I don't know if that's a real man. I don't think it is. You think it's an android? Yeah, like, I think <laughs> it's just like a standee. Because <laughs> he doesn't move for shit. That's true. Um, so he sees the cat and he goes, Okay, I got an idea. And we flash back to Laura and the cat. Mm-hmm. And the cat kind of like hops up on the desk while she's doing paperwork. And she goes, for God's sake, man, I'm trying to do, what's your name anyway? And on her collar, it says, Orion. <laughs> and it's got a little ball on Orion's belt. Yeah. And as Laura kind of looks into it, she sees it looks like a galaxy. The galaxy is on Orion's belt. Yeah. Turns out uh, the prince didn't remember the word for collar. Yeah. Why would he? Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard. Um, so Edgar shows up at the morgue to fuck with David Cross a little bit. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I'm looking for some guys who came in here. <laughs> some dead guys. <laughs> and, uh, he had a cat. And I got, uh, there was a gift I gave him. And I'd like it back. Because <laughs> he's trying to talk like a human, but he can't quite get it. And so David Cross is just like, hey, um, all right, I'm going to need identification. I'm going to need property owner of the ship of the cat, this and that, this and that. And there's like a little bug on the table and he smacks it and kills the bug, which Edgar's just like, don't do that. Let's do what? Smack. Kills another bug. And he goes, this will come in handy later. And so he just like unleashes cockroaches out of his self. Yeah. Uh, we should also mention that his skin is rotting. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you, you're right. I meant to bring this up. Go ahead. Uh, so from the time that he took the body, I think in kayfabe, it's only been like a day or yeah, two. Yeah, it hasn't been long. Uh, his skin is starting to pale and it's starting to like sh- like slave off a little yeah. bit. It's, yeah, it's starting to decay. It's starting to decay. Like It's noticeably... Uh, decaying. And this guy puts his hands and there's bugs coming at it. This is my worst nightmare. <laughs> there is a zombie. He is made of bugs. We have to destroy we him. We have to go now. This planet is useless to me. <laughs> so Edgar does something to the to David Cross. We don't really see it. Um, and he goes in to the examiner, to Laura, <laughs> and he's like, go look for a cat. <laughs> And she's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he just kind of like starts beating the hell out of her. Yeah, he just starts throwing her around. Um, and to her credit, she takes it. She, yeah, no, she she hits the man up button on this one. So Jay and Kay mm-hmm. get to the medical examiner's office. And Jay is like, let me go in on this alone. 
And Kay is like, absolutely not. Are you insane? <laughs> She's like, no, because if you go in there, you're going to start flashing people and you're going to start being all bad cop. It's going to take forever. And you're going to give her leukemia. Give yeah. Break. I'm in. I'm out. Give me five minutes. And Kay is like, two minutes. And he goes, whatever, man. <laughs> so Jay walks in, bings a button a couple of times, uh, doesn't really hear anything. <laughs> uh, inside, like he kind of gets in the back <laughs> and he just sees Laura. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, hey, I'm uh, so Dr. Fake Name. Uh, I'm looking for a cat. He's a witness in a murder trial. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she is like, oh, interesting. Well, you know what? If you, you can't take the cat with you, but you can take me with you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, damn, slow down, girl. Because no, there's something I have to show you. She's trying to hint that there's a bad guy underneath the... And she's pointing downwards. Yeah. Like... So Will Smith, because he's you know in his twenties and is a man, is <laughs> just like hell yeah. But right now I'm I'm busy with work. Um, so yeah yeah we'll we'll get there. Just you know we'll uh, uh I still need the cat. He goes well I should show you something. He goes oh don't worry I'll see it. <laughs> but you know I, I need to work first. He goes no I need to show you something right now. <laughs> point 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 downward at this table um, and like. Uh, the corpse has got her by the ankle. Yeah, like, like he's underneath the table, and there's like a little thing covering him up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she he's like right there. Meanwhile, Kay comes in, because uh, time is up, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of waiting. Looks like he's gonna light a cigarette or something, mm-hmm. uh, because you, this is a back in the time where you could smoke indoors. Yeah, it's weird. So he lights a match, and Goo puts the match out. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, that ain't right." <laughs> He looks up, and David Cross is stuck to the ceiling. Covered in goo. He's alive, but he's gooey. Gross. Uh, and so he's like, that's wrong. Back in, in the examiner room, Jay finally gets it. <laughs> and he goes, oh, let me get my gun. <laughs> uh, and Edgar flips up the table. He grabs, a, he has a gun, and he grabs Laura by the, the neck. Yeah, the cat, meanwhile, had jumped on the table. He just grabs the cat. Yeah. I think he must have eaten the cat or something. No, the cat's still alive. Is the cat still alive? He just grabs the... Uh, the collar. The collar. He grabs the, the galaxy off the collar. <laughs> and like he's like, ah, I've done it. <laughs> and Laura's like, how the fuck do you not get him trying to ask for help? <laughs> um, Ten points to Gryffindor. That's on, that's on him. That's on him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, it's like, girl, you send me mixed signals. I am not. A man just goes in. I say I ask him for help. They immediately think the other thing. <laughs> yeah. And so they're just like, okay, well, we'll, we'll get through this. And Edgar's like, no, I'm the fuck out of here. I got my galaxy. I got my, I got my snack. <laughs> uh, I'm out. And he just like jumps away. Yeah. Uh, kidnaps her, jumps up through a window and then like absconds into uh, a taxi. A taxi. Um, so Jay gets out and he starts running, chasing after the taxi, mm-hmm. and he finds like a field of taxi cabs because it's New York. Oh, uh, that's all they drive there. Kay didn't even try. Yeah, Kay was just like, "Oh, it's a taxi." Oh no! So he runs off. <laughs> he doesn't find him. Obviously, Kay pulls up in the car, and he goes, "Hey, he's not leaving the planet in a taxi. <laughs> Get in the car." Kay. <laughs> um. So good news, bad news. Bad news, uh, Bugs got the galaxy, mm-hmm. but we have a ship. So, good news. Uh, bad news, the Archillians have fired a warning shot. 
Um, Whoopsie doodles. This is how the Ar- Archelians get down. They give you a message. They fire a warning shot. And then you have a standard galactic week to uh, answer. Mm-hmm. A standard galactic week is one hour. Dang it. So, okay. So now they trace any sort of flying ship whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Within a hundred miles of New York. Uh, so nothing that isn't human isn't leaving New yeah. York. So as they're looking, Jay looks up at a picture of those two World's Fair um, UFOs. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, guys. Hey, hey old guys. <laughs> and they like they look and he goes, do those things still work? Uh, so... They, um, Edgar and Laura are driving towards the thing. Obviously, Edgar can't drive, so Laura's doing it mm-hmm. under threat of being eaten. Mm. He's got, like, little pincers in his... It's gross. Because he's a cockroach. Yeah, it's, ah, it's gross. Um, so he's, like, climbing up the the UFOs. And he's like, what do you, why do you need me? Like, <laughs> I'm very important here. Like, I'm basically a princess. A goddess, really. A goddess, really. He goes, well, congratulations, your majesty. I'm going to need a snack on my way back home. So, J and K get in their uh, Ford POS. Because it's time for our main event. (laughs) And we brought the big guns this time. And we brought the big guns this time. They got like three barrels and they glow. It's great. Yeah. So, they have to go uh, to Flushing Meadows. But the tunnel is packed. And that's the only way there. So Kay says, remember the red button? And Jay's like, yeah. He goes, push the red button. Jay pushes the red button. And Kay says, you might want to put on a seatbelt. <laughs> he doesn't. Of course not. It wouldn't be funny that way. And then, go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> the car turns into, like, a rocket car. Yeah. And it starts driving on the ceiling. He hits the NOS button. Yep. And away the fuck we That's go. That's all it could possibly be. That is the NOS button. It turns into a rocket. It drives on the ceiling of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And we out this bitch. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Jay is like on the ceiling because he didn't buckle in. And he can't like get back up. Kay is having a good old time. He's driving on the ceiling. Yeah. He puts in an A-track. An A-track, excuse me. Of Elvis. Of Elvis. And he goes, you know Elvis is dead, right? He goes, Elvis isn't dead. He just went home. Which, when it's K, it could mean two things. Um, um, and like he's just chill with the fact that he is literally upside down. Yeah. Like, so he drives up on the ceiling all the way out of the tunnel. They flip back over. I guess we're not worried about people seeing that. Um, I guess not. No. And I mean, under NOS, I guess we live in the Fast and Furious version. It's like, oh, that guy's got NOS, whatever. I guess here we are. <laughs> so um, we get to the point where uh, we got about eight minutes left. Mm-hmm. So step on it there, boys. Um, Edgar finally gets into one of the ships. Uh, Laura kind of like s- squeezes herself free and then like falls into a tree. Yeah. Um, so Edgar gets into a ship. Gets up and he flies off. Uh-oh. Um, so Jay and Kay get out with their giant fucking guns. Mm-hmm. And Kay is like, set it to number five sonic transmitter, uh, blah, blah, blah. And Jay goes, what? And he goes, shoot the damn thing. <laughs> so it flies over what I believe to be a, a Mets or a Yankees game. I was about to say, is it like Yankee Stadium or yeah. something like that? Um, and the one guy who's like, 
the pitcher. Or no, it's an outfielder. Yeah. The ball's coming towards him, but he's, like, lost in the UFO. And it just nails him in the head. It bonks him on the head. Uh, so they shoot their big guns at it, and it crashes the UFO. Mm-hmm. And it does the thing where, like, it's crashing towards them. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, cool guy, no-sell it. <laughs> it, like, barrels through that giant, like... It's not the Universal logo. It's no, it's like a big globe. Though. It's like a giant globe, and the CGI actually kind of holds up, really. It it does. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite surprised. And they do like the cool guy thing where they're just like, bugs check in, but they don't check out. Um, the bridge opens up. Is that what that? Thing yeah. Is? So the door. <laughs> The same way you would imagine any alien door. A giant thing pops out, there's a ramp, there's a light, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And so they're just like, ah, you idiots, I was so close. Like, yeah, we could not give a shit. Put your hands up. And he's like, put my hands up. Like, and then by this time, like, he's just skin and bone and Yeah, he is definitely rotting. Like, it's disgusting. He is gray rotting his eyes are all different yeah. directions he has cataracts on his eyes because he's dead i didn't even notice the cataracts <laughs> uh he's like oh you mean like this and then he rips the skin suit off and he has a gigantic cockroach bug looking thing guys i'm afraid of bugs this thing is my worst I was, nightmare. This this movie, I didn't remember quite how many bugs there were. Well, it's a CGI this, bug, so it's fine. Yeah. Real bugs freak me out. But if this was any more realistic, this planet's got to go. We have to torch it's Earth. All gotta, it's all gotta die. It's gotta die. If there is a universe out there with sentient cockroaches, nah, Holmes, I, I have... I'm going to form an army, <laughs> and I'm going to destroy this planet. It's got to go. I will not live in a universe where that is gigs. I, I have written here, um, Edgar, he takes off the Edgar suit, revealing his true form, which is a giant cockroach-looking alien bug that I hate looking at. Make it die. <laughs> Make it die. Find the flame flowers that, <laughs> like, what's the name? Elon Musk makes. Yeah. And torch it until it is carbon, and then scatter that carbon throughout the universe. Yeah. So it knocks the guns out of their hands. And just, like, pimp slaps them to the side. Mm-hmm. And they both, like, coll- collide to the ground. It eats their guns. Jerks. Um, <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta die. And so Kay looks at Jay and he goes, no matter what happens to me, keep him on this planet. He's like, what do you mean whatever happens to you? He goes, just keep him on Earth. Do not let him get on that ship. Yeah. And Jay, Jay's like, well, what are you going to do? And Kay's like, I'm going to go get my gun back. <laughs> so Kay stands up and he starts antagonizing the big bug. He's <laughs> like, hey, you overgrown insect, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he goes, you know how many times, uh, how many of your kind I've squished with a newspaper? Eight me. Eight me. <laughs> and so the bug is like, okie dokie. And we're in hole. Yeah. He hole. Doesn't, doesn't chew him. I am not even a little bit. He picks up K and swallows him. Mm-hmm. And he like pushes him in with his pincers and I hate it. And I hate it. This thing has got to die. And then we get like an inside, inside shot of its stomach. And you see Kay kind of like swimming around looking for his looking for his gun. Uh, and so the bug is like, well, that was fun. Going back to space now. And Jay's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And just starts like hucking rocks at it. Um, and two by fours. And I think there was a tree branch on yeah. fire. Uh, Jay runs up onto his back and he just gets chucked off to the side into a dumpster. And it kind of knocks him loopy. Uh, and Jay is just like 
trying to think of what to do. And he sees cockroaches on his arm. Just so many. And he, he squishes one, just like, gross. And the bug hears the squishing mm-hmm. and stops. And Jay is like, oh, all right. He goes, I'm, I'm sorry. Was that your auntie? <laughs> and the bug like comes on down. And he goes, you know, we didn't start any of this. Squish. Because where I'm from, we got a saying. Squish. Don't start nothing. Squish. Won't be nothing. Squish. And he's just like talking down this big alien gross thing. Surrounded by cockroaches. Um, Apparently that dumpster was just full of them. It's disgusting. Yeah. And so he says, oh, so the big bad bug has got a soft spot. And the big bug, like, it's real in close to him. And Jay goes, you're going to want to get up out of my face before something bad happens. And you hear, boop, up. Because uh, Kay on the inside is firing up the gun. And he goes, up, oh, too late. And Kay fires. And the bug implodes. Like, yeah, it is snapped in half. Like, there is goo everywhere. It is disgusting. It, I hate it. Yeah. Thanks, I hate it. Uh, it knocks them both to the ground. And Jay kind of looks at Kay and he goes, you're going to go get your gun back? <laughs> he goes, I like this gun. <laughs> and so they're just kind of talking for a little bit. Um, and he's just like, I did so much stuff. I threw a rock. I threw a yeah. There was a two by four. <laughs> I, I had a good day. <laughs> Uh, and they don't realize that the bug's not dead. Oh, God, my worst nightmare continues. Like, it's sneaking up behind them. Uh, uh, and, he, and he goes, you know, like, when I was down, there, I'm throwing rocks at him. Then he, he, he knocked me against the dumpster, and it hurt. Uh, <laughs> and, he, and Kay's like, oh, good job, kid. And just as Jay is about to be eaten, like, the, the bug comes up, and he's like, brah! It explodes again. Yeah. And they're both just like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and they look around, and Laura has a big gun. <laughs> He's got Jay's gun. Yeah. And she's like, this is a weird job you guys have. <laughs> Can I go back home now? <laughs> uh, yeah, but now we have to destroy the lower half, because I don't trust it. Yeah, right? Burn it. Burn the whole thing. Burn the whole thing. Unfortunately, uh, that part of New York was... Uh, just obliterated in fire and brimstone. Weirdly, and there is a hellmouth there. I was going to say, weirdly, the ending of this and the ending of Cloverfield is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to have to burn everything down. Just the whole thing. Um, so they <laughs> they arrive back at MIB. Everything is clean. Uh, Laura's in the back. And Jay goes up to Kay and goes, hey, can we, can we take a pause on neuralizing Laura? Mm-hmm. Because, like, she helped us out so much. Like, I don't think she deserves that to go through that again. Maybe she can help us here. Uh, and Kay takes out the neuralizer and starts setting the date. And Jay's like, come on, man. You don't got to do that. And Kay hands Jay the neuralizer. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it's not for her. It's for me. And Jay's like, what do you mean? And Kay looks up at the sky and he goes, they're beautiful, aren't they? The stars. No. I never really... I never really take the time to look at them anymore. And Jay goes, Kay, you're scaring your partner. Kay goes, I don't have a partner, kid. I haven't been training a partner. I've been training a replacement. And he hands Jay the neuralizer, points to the back, and he says, days, months, years. Always point it forwards. And Kay basically explains how the job has taken its toll on him. 
And he says, once you've been inside a giant intergalactic bug, where else can you go? <laughs> I've pretty much done all the things I can, and it's just, it's, it's at the point where it's over for me now. So, Jay puts the, puts the sunglasses on. Yeah, because it's the only thing that can protect you from the blast. Yeah. And Kay looks at Jay, and they say, see you around, Jay. He goes, no. You won't. So we get uh, a look at the the hot sheets for the next day, <laughs> talking about the the giant bug that exploded, the fact that a UFO made that guy miss the ball. The Pope's a father. The Pope is a father. <laughs> and the very last one is about a man who woke up from a thirty five year old coma, Aww. and who got to see his wife again for the first time. Aww. The guy's name is Kevin. I hope it works out for him. Uh, and as Jay looks to these uh, hot sheets, mm-hmm. his partner calls him over, Agent L, <laughs> and it's Laura. And they're like, hey, we got uh, some job to do. Zed wants uh, us to go to this place and this place. He wants uh, floor seats for the next Knicks game. Mm-hmm. He goes, we can do that. I think Dennis Rodman's one of them. He goes, Dennis Rodman's an alien? Really? He goes, yeah. He doesn't hide it very well. Because <laughs> this is a comedy and we can't end like that. Uh, he puts on shades that kind of look like he should be in... Ne- like, those are Neo shades. They're very right? small, and they're, yeah. they're, they're kind of cool. Um, but yeah, and then we... We, uh, we zoom out off of Earth, mm-hmm. off of space, off of the galaxy, off into another galaxy, as we see our little galaxy is just a little marble being played in a giant game. And then picked up and put in a bag with other marble galaxies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by aliens. Uh, L is Jay's new partner. K returns home to his family. Jay has settled into his new job. The big bad alien is dead. The earth remains intact. Everyone's happy. Curtain down. I still love this movie. Yeah, it's great. I don't know if it's clear by the way I talk about it. <laughs> um, but I... It's still... It's it's so funny. It's so easy to watch. It's like 90-something minutes. And it's just, mm-hmm. from beginning to end, I, I don't think I looked at my phone once. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I take notes, but, like, I'm, I'm watching the film. Um, it's, it's, it's just so good. And there's something inherently funny about a man trying to fit a UFO in the back of a pest control vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's straight up just a disc he's trying to fit into a box, and it's just funny for some reason. Yeah, um... <laughs> So like it's 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 still a great a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's held up really well. Sometimes comedies from the late '90s and the early 2000s, they you know they the don't... jokes are a little the jokes don't hold up so hot. No. Um, Alien jokes they hold up. Yeah, it's great. but these like it's 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 just so well done here. Will Smith like mm-hmm. there's a reason he's so goddamn rich. <laughs> um, Tommy Lee Jones there's a reason he's like spoken about in in like hushed tones in like the greatest of all time circles oh uh, and like like i said his 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 comedic timing is just like it's beautiful mm-hmm. um they're so good together um but it's it's lightning in a bottle with these two uh you can try to force it which they they did i guess with um valkyrie and thor there yeah i guess i, I guess um, there's a talking sidekick. I don't know what's going on know. there. We'll, we'll find out in a couple weeks. But it's not going to be good uh, from what I understand. And like I, 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 like I said, 
I remember the second movie, and I remember being disappointed. I don't know how you fuck up this franchise. It, it's a perfect, like... Well, first of all, I will say, this movie does not need a sequel. That's true. It, it is wrapped up... Really nicely. Fantastically. This, was, this movie was not made with the intention of making it a franchise. And you can tell, because this movie came out in 97. The sequel didn't come out until 2002. It didn't? No. Oh. And then the third sequel didn't come out until 2012. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, and then obviously twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen when when we've never got the formula right again, did we? No, we never did. Um, so this this movie did not need a sequel. That's true. Um, and you know, I, apparently, I, I wish it never got one. <laughs> um, but I, you know what? I, I keep saying that maybe the movie's better in hindsight. Maybe. I doubt it, but maybe it is. Um, who knows? Yeah. Honestly. So. Yeah, I I'm I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I I debated hardcore <laughs> whether or not to give it a ten. Um, eh, let's lose a little points for here and there, and I was gonna say there there's some there's some spots that could have been shorn up a little bit, and mm. you know little bits here and there, but it's it's still it's still such a great movie. Like there are things. It's funny and it's not insulting to be funny right yeah. like we didn't back in the 90s we made a lot of gay jokes like we did we did a lot of and we did a lot of dumb yeah lowest common denominator jokes and they didn't do a single one of those yeah. uh, and, and like i said it's like it's a pg-13 film yeah but none of the jokes are crass that's true like some of them like it, it can it's kind of gross what with the aliens exploding and everything mm-hmm. or like vomiting on, on jay's face with the, the baby yeah but like that's you know one or two times and it's it's never too much, and it's never like a gross out '90s humor. But Will Smith screaming while being thrown around by a tentacle monster yeah. is just funny. It's yeah, it's <laughs> so well written. It's an interesting uh, plot from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are, are great together. I, it's yeah, it's it's a nine. It's a nine point five. Mm-hmm. There, there's something, just something keeping it from a ten. Um, but it's great. But it is great. If you haven't seen this movie in a while, get get on it. Yeah, it's uh, on Amazon. It's on Stars. Stars. Uh, yeah, oh. we we have the Stars. We do. Yeah. Oh. For a month for this. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, because they have all the Men in Black movies. Oh. I think they have all the Twilight ones too. No. Is... No. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Uh. You know that. And Portlandia let the secret of Oregon out of the goddamn bag. Well, we're never doing Portlandia. Uh, no, we are not. Okay, uh-uh. Mm-mm. That is the reason why housing prices are too damn high. <laughs> and it is a terrible... Ter- it's awful. Get get out of here, Fred Armston. You've ruined everything. If you haven't <laughs> seen Men in Black in a long time, or if you've never seen it, at least the first one, if you want to throw back to the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, like the late 90s, early 2000s, this is the one to go for. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I like I said, I think it holds up. I liked it as a kid. I like it as a thirty year old man. Yep. Um I still like it. I'm almost thirty. It's great. It's still funny. Yeah. It's still like it still warms my heart. You know, it's a good movie. Like Yeah. You need something to watch? Go watch this one. <laughs> uh and then and then you know, we we go to uh uh next week mm-hmm. we go to the sequel, like I said, which was in 2002, mm-hmm. uh, the sequel that this movie did not need. Yeah. Uh, 
and you know, I say that, like I said, this this film is so easy to franchise. Yeah. But this movie did not need a sequel. Like it's 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 weird like that. Well, uh, you just need a people wearing really nice suits shooting aliens. Yeah. And somehow they fucked that up. I don't know how. And we're about to find out next week as we go from Vincent D'Onofrio as the villain to Laura Flynn Boyle in Johnny Knoxville. They're back in business. You're getting big. Boy, what you been eating? Back in action. Back in black. Men in black. Two. Hop in. Does that come standard? Actually, it came with a black dude, but he kept getting pulled over. Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, no. That's not a great sign. I love Johnny Knoxville. I, I do. Uh-huh. I love Jackass. I love Johnny Knoxville as a person. I hope the, nothing but the best for him. Yep. Every time I see him in a movie, I go, oh, boy. <laughs> in an acting, like in an acting role. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm just like, oh, boy. This, this is going to be a, a thing. It's going to be an old rap on, on Knoxville. There, yeah, it's going to be a picture rap on old Knoxville. <laughs> Can we can we do the Jackass films on the show? <laughs> yes, we can. What the fuck would we even say? I don't know, but we're gonna put it on the Patreon. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I think that's it for me, kids. Yeah, go watch it. It's great. It holds up. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's witty. It plays into your theory that you know maybe aliens are out there. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's we're alone in the universe. Maybe that guy down the street really is an alien. I can see that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you want to catch up with us on the internet, I am over on Twitter at Empty Square. That's E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. Cutes. I am at Aquadia underscore. The underscore is very important because someone already took that handle before I got there. Yeah. Fuckers, I hope they're dead. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, uh, but I would like your uh, handle. Uh, yeah, I would like your follow. Yeah, <laughs> if, uh, if that's okay. Um, if you are... Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, mm-hmm. but you'd like it in a more streamlined, in your pocket, because watching, uh, listening to podcasts on YouTube is hard, mm-hmm. uh, and you're like, wouldn't this be better if it was on Spotify? <laughs> you're right. Yes. Uh, you can go to Spotify.com. I don't think we're slash anything. You just look up, um, not the Brightwall podcast. That's a different one. Look up that one, too. But you can look up <laughs> Binging with Badness. We're on uh, Spotify, guys. We are on Spotify. We're the blue ones. You'll know it when you see it. Mm-hmm. Uh and if you got money burning a hole in your pocket. And you want to hear our thoughts on Jackass. Yeah, and you want to hear our thoughts on other things, you can go to patreon.com slash empty square. That's E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E to uh, chip us a, a little bit of money. If you're so inclined, I've just added a new thing. Uh, you guys already know if we hit $3,000 a month... I'm going to do the Hot Ones Gambit. Oh, no. I'm not thrilled. But also, if uh, in the next month, mm-hmm. if you want to donate five, ten, anything over five, I want to say. If it's over, what? Uh, if you want to donate anything over five dollars, uh, we will dedicate a whole episode to you. Oh. Um, and that will start uh, at the end of April. Or at the beginning of April, excuse me. Around there. Uh, if you want to, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll dedicate an episode to you. We'll, we'll say your name. We'll be all, we'll, we'll be all pretty about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, a new one will come out every week as you're used to. Uh, and then this, this, this one, this one will be to you. Cute. So they have to donate a minimum 
amount to get our bonus content? Uh, I believe for the bonus content, uh, it is a dollar. Yes. So, for one measly dollar, that is uh, more than the Avengers are paid, apparently. Yeah. Uh, for the amount of money that you wish to throw at the new Captain America, we're all angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I when I first made this, I saw some people are just like, their lowest one is like $5. Mm-hmm. And $5 is like, every bit helps. Thank you for donating for this. And you don't get anything from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the real stuff starts at $10. Mm-hmm. $1 gets you... In the door. In the door. You get to see everything on, on the list. You get to see all the new stuff early. You get to see the, the stuff. Um, we have live streams coming yeah, out. Yeah, we have live streams. You get to see in this. We're going to start doing... Um, if there are TV shows based on the movies we're doing. Yeah. And if there are new movies that come out during, like, after we've done a series. Yeah. We'll do them on the Patreon. Yeah. Fast Nine's going on the Patreon. Yeah. Right? So if you want to hear what we think about Fast Nine, it's over on the Patreon. It's a dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there were 47,000 people who watched uh, Fast 7, and if each one of them gave us a dollar, <laughs> I would be your god. But no. Um, also, you would take the spicy challenge, and I don't want to be a widow just yet. <laughs> so. What do you mean just yet? <laughs> I like how you stopped laughing. I don't want to be a widow at all. No, I don't want to be a widow yet. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Who's going to do the dishes? <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, we, should, we should end this shit before some, some more truth gets out. Um, but if you want, go to the Patreon. Watch Men in Black. We'll see you next week from Men in Black 2. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.